0: To put them in front, he doesn't miss. Oh The little man, higher for longer than all around him. Gee, it's a good kick. It is a great kick. It's one for the ages. Oh look, what a trampoline. I've just done it from nowhere. Cyril, has he got the journey? 2018 season has arrived and Hawthorne is set to take on the Pies in a Saturday night blockbuster at the MCG and boy isn't it good to be here as we've suffered through silver balls, super goals and the needless re-recording of club songs but we've made it! We're finally here and we're about to find out together if this could be the year of the Hawks' 14th premiership. For now, though, a preview of our season opener, plus a round-up of club news, and we do our best to tackle your questions in another jam-packed episode of the Hawk Talk podcast, the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. Welcome, one and all. My name is Nick Mason, and sitting across from me is a man who hopes to score a spot on the AFL's new competition committee. G'day, Tiz.
1: Oh, mate, I've got my snout in the trough already. It's fantastic (laughs) down here. Come and join me. Join you in what? What is
0: AFL House anymore? Well, it's we're
1: bringing the banjo back, I'll tell you that. And we've got a lot of other things uh, that we've been talking about on the competitive... What is it? The competition? <laughs> <something>. <laughs> the Justice League. The, yeah, that's it. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: I mean, except it's all Aquaman. <laughs> that's all it is. There's all of the shit superhero. Oh, wow. <laughs> but seriously, what's going on now? I mean... You are right in saying the banjo was back in a big way. Yes. Well, apparently they're investing in a school for banjo playing. Someone on that committee, they felt it was lost in the mix. The Fable <laughs> Singers just didn't do it justice. Well, so they've, they...
1: heard the, they've heard the Sydney anthem and oh, they're well, like, oh, right. we all need that in it. That is rec- fantastic.
0: How do you reckon the Sydney fans feel having their banjo, <laughs> that the iconic banjo being pinched for all the songs? And meanwhile, the Eagles get a rough deal. Where's the slap bass? Oh, I didn't even listen. It was such a comprehensive failure. It disappointed, I would say, almost all fans. And on every conceivable
1: level, it was a failure. It just makes me feel like the the person they asked to do this felt it shouldn't be done and <laughs> did a shit job. Am I going to be paid anyway? Okay, well, this is what I reckon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's how I imagine the, the Suns one came to fruition. What, the club? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, it, it you yeah, know filters down, doesn't it? It goes right through to the song. The song doesn't escape that treatment. Um hey Tiz, we've got a guest in here today. Well, he's back.
1: We've got the statistician, Ado.
0: Friend of the show, Ado is back. Welcome, mate. Thank you for having me. What have
1: you got for us this year? We're we gonna win the premiership? <laughs> Straight up. Just like that.
2: <laughs> Anything's possible, Tiz. Oh, come on. If you think about it, who who has trained up the two Previous premiership coaches.
1: I reckon we should charge for this. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, who needs to start charging for yeah, his service? You know, yeah, it's, if we're going to make it Hawthorne Uni, then we better start bloody charging like it's a university. It's a bloody academy, is what it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> it is academy, funny. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> when do we? Com- how many more do we need to become a university? Well, they need to return and be. Demagogues. You know you
0: know what this is happening. You know what's happening now. It's gonna be the Gold Coast Suns. It's gonna be Stewie Dew at the
1: helm now. Yeah. They'll be the ne- they will be premiers this year, and that'll be it. Meant to be Collingwood, isn't it? Because they finished thirteenth. So Oh, is that the rule now? That's how it works, isn't it? Finish thirteenth win the next one.
0: So you're saying the key to success is blatant mediocrity the year before. Absolutely. <laughs> it seems to be going that way. Isn't equalization great?
1: How Hate fun it. is it? It's um it's awful.
0: Ado, what did you make of the whole song fiasco? The songs were just terrible,
2: frankly. Yeah, the ch- AFL loves change, but...
0: Well, I mean, actually, if we're talking dollars and cents, sure, the AFL loves change. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: they don't mind it when uh,
0: people are loving their game and there's record attendances being set or projected for round one. They love that. So why do they insist on tweaking the game and changing it and, you know, mid-year drafts and all this stuff they're projecting? Why- and Twilight Grand Finals... I mean, if it ain't
2: broke, don't fix it, surely. Next thing you know, we're playing on square pitches.
1: Yeah, well, we are. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, that happened. (laughs) We're trying to get them. We know what, that's a recruiting drive, and, I mean, Hawthorne and Essendon and all these other blokes are starting up basketball clinics, and we're playing other sports, and... Mate, in a fortnight since... We're ticking all the boxes to get the funding, basically.
0: (laughs) In a fortnight since we've recorded so i feel much like has happened. i feel like an unusual amount has happened on the eve of the season i didn't expect that we'd be that busy i thought who's playing for the hawks oh Rioli's back all right let's wrap up and go home <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got plenty to talk about before we get stuck in though i should say rate and review us on itunes hit us up on twitter as well at hawk talk pod you can find us on facebook as well if you just search hawk talk podcast and uh well, it has been a while, and I don't want to linger on this too long, but it is worth mentioning, and I know you definitely want to talk about it, Tiz. I don't know what Ado's stance on this game will be, but JLT Week 2, the dumpster fire that was our second JLT game.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, are you all right? Are you recovered yet? Gee whiz, I, I, I did feel
0: you? like I got torn a new one the next day. <laughs> on, may, maybe the that The only tweet evening. you
1: didn't send was, stop it, shut the club, we should have merged. <laughs> <laughs> For we are the mighty Melbourne Hawks. Yeah, the Dorks. That's what we would have dodged learned. a
0: bullet. I mean, never mind. I, I say dodged a bullet based on the nickname. Never mind the four premierships <laughs> that followed while Melbourne have been sitting on their hands. No, don't worry about that. But um, no, it's fair to say I was um, was uh, hitting the panic button. No, not even hitting. I would say smashing that panic button when Hawthorne suffered have... a huge five-point defeat at the hands of Carlton in Tassie, <laughs> Tassie, which you can see I've mellowed out on. Oh,
1: you could you could tell, um, Clarko, had set up some game plans before the match and he just wanted. it was like watching drills be performed by the Hawthorne players, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, Where they were setting the defenders, there was a hell of a lot of room over the back in the second half and in the first half we would just we'd put a wall up like it was um little league. Yeah, it
0: was quite good to begin with. Yeah,
1: Carlton couldn't get it out of the our oh, forward fifty.
0: Nothing they tried was working. But then when it came to be our turn,
1: nothing we tried in front of goal was working.
0: And it's half
1: time. And Carlton look real good against the Premier, so we can't be too bad.
0: As we record this, Richmond are uh, they've met their match. <laughs> and famously for a premiership side, the test is to get over Carlton. We know this. <laughs> so I mean, we shouldn't have been that surprised. Yeah, well we know. If you lose round
1: one, that's it. Give up.
0: <laughs> That's right. It is a sprint, not a marathon, contrary to uh, to what commentators say. But we'll get we'll get stuck into what commentators say oh, a bit later too. Oh, that was too. so good. People yeah. had so
1: many opinions.
0: That's a can of worms that was opened up on Twitter. Don't worry, we'll get to that. But look, um, I'm happy to say that I've calmed down a little
1: since the Have JLT you? game. You're willing to accept the yeah. result?
0: I'm willing to accept that common knowledge is that pre-season means... Mostly jack all, yeah, and uh, I kind of lost sight of that in in the heat of the uh, in the heat of the moment, <laughs> shall we say? I'm, I get quite passionate.
1: It's good, it's good. I think we got followers actually.
0: <laughs> we did, t- <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how, but <laughs> something about my rage. Couple Carlton fans were following after them. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine my uh, white-hot rage. It was like moths to that uh, to that burning light of rage that I had going on. But no, I, I withdrew it the morning after. Once once I got clear of the game itself and the loss, um, I felt a lot better. I put things into perspective. I, I realised that Sean Burgoyne, who never misses, we know this, is not going to kick zero five 5 again.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Aido, but uh, in order to... Um, satisfy the, uh, what is it, the law of averages.
2: Regression to the mean. That's right.
1: Doesn't he have to go out and miss a few so that he doesn't miss a few in season? Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, so it's actually a really good approach to JLT. (laughs) Just keep missing and then when you actually have a shot, when it means something, it's more likely to go through. Yes. Yeah, good. But Burgoyne in that game, particularly in that last five minutes,
2: he was the only one who had clean hands. The last five <laughs> minutes was, was absolutely shambolic yeah. in terms of skill level. No yeah. one can actually get a clear possession. But there was one moment where I remember Berline burst through the pack, grabbed the ball and cleanly disposed of it. And that's, as a team as a whole, was lacking. It's a bit concerning that our best player is also our oldest. <laughs> yeah, well... yeah, Our oh, like, most calm
1: and cool and collected player.
0: Well, Burgoyne Ben's time and space. We know this. This has been well established. <laughs> same as Ryan Burton. But this is the thing. Like, I don't know. I was obviously very disappointed. That's on the internet forever. And uh, I've been taken <laughs> no, to task over it. You but, can delete but, that, Okay, <laughs> You can delete it. No, no. Like, I have to accept that's what happens in the heat of the moment. Um, but nevertheless, I still have that question of... How much do you read into the JLT anyway? Because it seems like a folly to say you don't at all. And I get that reading too much is also a bit foolish. So what what am I meant to... What conclusions should I draw about the two games that Hawthorne played? Because at the moment, I'm feeling like we're a bit
1: average. Well, you go into the JLT with one aim, don't you? Don't get injured.
0: And I think we ticked that box, didn't we? Apart from maybe a concern over Frawley. But Frawley's been named.
2: Yep. We'll get into the teams in a sec. Get
1: a bit of touch, get a bit of pressure awareness. Match fitness
2: is probably the key thing this year, considering there's only two games coming straight into the season. Yeah, well, yeah that's, that's right.
1: A lot of them got fit playing AFLX.
2: <laughs> AFLX runners up, thank you very much. We almost went
0: all the way. Yeah. Just um, another
1: reason we should emerge with Melbourne. Still a bad taste in the mouth, that.
0: <laughs> what? The loss or going at all? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was a good night. Well, I didn't mind the oh, night. Look,
0: there it was, it was a perverse sense of fun to it. Sure, And how they turned the commentator down halfway through the evening—that was oh, wonderful. Jeez, let's get into uh, let's get into round one. We are on the eve of Hawthorne's uh, Hawthorne season. We're playing Collingwood at the MCG Saturday, twenty fourth of March. Kicks off at seven twenty five PM. Interesting to from um, Triple Premiership Hawk guys, Isaac Smith this week says uh, that Hawthorne is set to unveil a new game style as it kicks off its 2018 campaign against Collingwood this Saturday night.
1: Yeah, the key word there is style. <laughs> yeah. It's not a game plan, it's a game style. Okay, well, how do you. What's the distinction there for you? I'm going to ask. I'll throw that back. <laughs> throw that back <laughs> to me. Is a style more pervasive than a plan, or.
0: I think it's waffle.
1: You think it's waffle?
0: (laughs) I think it's meaningless waffle that, you know, players have to say something. And I don't doubt that maybe Clarko's got a few tricks up his sleeve, but uh, like you'd want to, right? After what we just saw at the JLT, I want to be proven wrong. still on about it. (laughs) What else am I meant to go on? It's a new season. It's meant to be a dress rehearsal,
1: right? Like I said, you can't read nothing into it. I'm reading nothing.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: It's never really denoted anything we've done after it.
0: But I mean, uh, see, it wasn't a problem in the first half, but again, the whole bombing it into the forward line, that that sort of re-emerged as a bad habit. So I'm a little worried that, you know, old habits die hard.
2: Yeah, you must train how you play. Well, that's right. I think the intensity is a thing you can bring back come round one. It's a skill level, which is a harder thing to pick
1: up with a flick of a switch. So you're really worried about those final moments then?
2: Well, I guess it was they played with a bit of pressure there. I mean, they, they had the game pressure of trying to win a close game. Yep. I mean, you just see the reaction of the Colton players when they won. They thought they'd won a... Premiership. Premiership points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Premiership even. So you, you'd still... You can understand that last five minutes at the skill level under the pressure of the game drops off. But as a game as a whole, the
1: skill level was still probably below what we would expect. That's true. I thought Jarman Impey was pretty good though. He looked good for yes. us. Oh, Impy's been fantastic so far. So he's our only addition from last year.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, let's go through who we have in for round All right. one. All right. So uh, starting in the back line, we've got Frawley Stratton and, uh, uh-oh, Tim O'Brien's
1: been selected back again. Now, see, that's that's because we lost to Carlton. Obviously, they've gone, oh, bring Timmy back.
0: Oh, he was the missing Right, He's yeah. the, the ingredient, the missing link. <laughs> I was going to go ingredient, but you've gone a bit harsher. Um <laughs> Blake Hardwick, Sicily, and Burton. And then we've got... Uh, it's not a bad half-back line. I'm feeling pretty confident about that. Would have been really nice to have Birchall. Unfortunately, that was uh, just some of the news we got in the last fortnight. That his, uh, his injuries... He's, he's going in for surgery again, isn't
1: he? Yes. If he uh, hasn't already. Six to seven weeks, I think. That is shocking. So uh, hopefully he gets back.
2: Well, are we in a better position, though, to cover for him than we were 12 months ago? Oh, Considering sure. the additions we've added to the, the defence over the past um, second half of last year. Yeah, it's really something special to be able to look at that half-back line and feel some
0: semblance of assurance, which, again, you wouldn't have had 12 months ago. But now you look at, I mean, Sicily, who was previously a forward, you, you were sure that that's where he was going to make his name. Um, you look at him on the half-back line, you're like, yep. And you look at Ryan Burden, big tick there. You look at Hardwick and pretty confident in him as well. So, I mean, that's looking pretty good. Um, look, look at the centre line now. i have got Henderson, Omira, and Isaac Smith. A uh, bit of pace there on, on the uh, on the wings, which we kind of need. I want to get ADO's take on Henderson,
1: the Phantom, due to the way he drifts in and out of games and doesn't turn up to club functions. It's
0: well, it's, <laughs> okay. Well, on the latter point, that's how the nickname started. Yes, it's just
2: unfortunate that it's been realised a little too uh, on field. Yeah, <laughs> but it's strange on field because he doesn't know how to get a hardball get. Yeah, yet
1: so he's playing on the outside, yet we still don't notice him. But he also drifts back into the fence where he looks like a fish out of water. I'm very concerned about what they're asking of Henderson.
2: They want his kicking, he's long kicking.
1: Yeah, well, he, he did that beautifully down in Tassie uh, last year. He loves Tasmania getting on the outside mm. and putting it through from 50. But maybe Jarman Impey and, and Smith will, you know, let Hendo get off the leash. But Jarman Impey's a, a hardball get guy. He loves that. Smith can do it too, but Hendo,
0: nothing. Mm. Yeah, I, I got a. Cop to um, being a bit confused as to Henderson's role yeah. And what exactly he's doing out there and, and what kind of impact he has from game to game But I mean, hopefully we'll see something this year I do think that the duo of Smith and Impey That's our premier duo on the wings And maybe you're right Maybe Henderson does uh, does unleash something By virtue of being freed up I guess we'll just wait and see on that one On the half forward, we've got uh, Gunston Showmakers is in Yes. starting 22 or should Sean I say markers. Sean Markers? Great. Sean Burgoyne is there as well. It seems so like, he is selected forward. Yeah, and it seems like that might be the plan for him at the moment.
1: Yeah, I can't remember calling for that early last year. Can you?
0: <laughs> at what point did you call for it?
1: When we were losing. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hit a target up forward. That was about the time. Yeah. He looks wonderful there. He's got a presence, you know.
0: Presence is exactly the word, isn't it? He looks dangerous. Mm. And that's something that, and we could say it this week as Rioli is back, but it's something that without
1: Rioli we have been missing. I'll let you continue, but mm. Rioli's the last man named. So. Yeah, well. That doesn't fill me with confidence. Well, it's funny you say that because.
0: You know, there's been a lot of hype for him returning and will he be right for round one? Huge build-up. Yeah, and I I happen to think that we might see what happened with O'Meara happening to Rioli. We probably won't see him for another four weeks. Wow. I'm calling it. I know that's hugely cynical, but I just just have a feeling about it, that we're just going to string it out and out and out.
1: What's the payoff there, though? As in, like,
0: what's the point?
1: Yeah, what's the point in doing that? Uh, Can we get... Buckley to make a selection change by putting Cyril in the lineup? What, mate,
0: when it comes to Bucks and Collingwood, we know there's no changes. (laughs) Hasn't been for six years.
1: Status quo. Yeah, that's all it's about.
0: (laughs) Good old Collingwood forever. That's how the song goes. (laughs) But uh, no, I I don't know what the the end game is. Something tells me that, and I'm agreeing with you in saying this, something tells me it is not quite right. And we might just pull a sneaky little... Well, i hate to see him knot. come
1: and get injured, you know. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that would be devastating. It'd rip the hearts out of Hawks fans. Because it's been that long. He's, he's effectively missed a year and... Um, and we know his history. Yeah, exactly. And and then you go back and look at highlights and you're like, bloody hell. It's just been and really missing it's this. only Collingwood. <laughs> it's true. They're not... Um... They're
1: without five of their... Anyway, let's... Watch...
0: Well, I was just going to say, they're not tipped to set the world on fire this year, are they? So...
1: We wait to be proven wrong. I don't but know. They, they talk the talk down there.
2: I'm not so sure about Rioli. I, I think if you name him, you have to play him. I think it hurts your morale even more if you name him and then pull him in at the last moment. It'd be pretty annoying. I mean, uh, uh,
0: you know, for us, but let alone him, personally, that'd be... You know, you don't want to be treated that
2: way. If, if you're named, you want to be playing. It's as simple as that. We'll uh, give everyone a lift, though. I mean, even like Gunston during the week was saying how excited yeah. he
1: is to be playing next to Rioli.
2: Yeah, so if he had his build-up for him playing and then to be pulled at the last moment. It makes I'm it a lot easier
1: it, for the players around him, having Rioli out there taking the, one of the best defenders.
2: Oh, for sure. But I think uh, uh,
1: Rioli, together with Popolo, you
2: haven't seen that yeah. combination of pressure forwards for a while. Throwing Impey in there.
1: Um, Bruce and Gunston aren't bad for their size. I mean, that's a... Yeah, against a young and inexperienced, <laughs> fledgling, fledgling, may I say, magpie defence.
0: <laughs> I mean, it does seem pretty dangerous, doesn't it? On paper. I mean, it, it's if it operates well, that's pretty much, you, you put the four points, that's a tick right there. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. I mean,
1: uh, we'll give him the ball and I'll give it straight back. It'll be great. <laughs> well, that's it. that look
0: if we can maybe just take care of the part where we give them the ball, <laughs> that, our forward line delivery is so suspect. <laughs> and I don't get why, because when we do it well, it's unbelievable the service we can offer yeah. our forwards. But we don't always play that way, and I'm not quite sure why.
1: That's yeah, because we haven't been running into space with the ball. We haven't had time and space to generate the leads. and
0: I guess we don't have the runners to be yeah. able to manufacture that. So, well, I guess it does make sense when you put it like that. So, Puapolo, Ruffhead, and Bruce rounds out the forward line. And then uh, in the Ruck division, McAvoy. And we've got Mitchell and Impey. On the interchange, we've got Jure, Shields, Howe, and Rioli.
1: So, uh, one Ruck, O'Brien coming in, pinch hitting, you'd have to expect.
0: Yep, I reckon you're right there. Interesting who have named for emergencies. If you think there's going to be a late change, we could be looking at uh, one of White Cross, Morrison, Pittenett, or Glass. Interesting. There's no Ooh. real uh, forward I feel like name like Glass there. could have made it. Yeah, I reckon Glass was a was a chance. He was one guy that I I didn't feel lowered his colours too much down in Tassie against Carlton.
2: I think we're well stocked in defence though.
0: Well, that's why I'm surprised that there's no forward named. We, we don't really. They're all
2: forwards have... in defence. We don't need another forward. Actually, <laughs> actually, no. That's a fair point. I think it's Morrison true. can play can play forward if you need to.
0: Oh, I'd love a Harry Morrison goal. He's a
2: freak. I'd love to see. He's <laughs> pretty in. good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. And we also have two forwards effectively on the bench. I mean, Duray, I'm assuming, he's still playing as a pressure forward. we well, are not playing him back at this stage because, again, you don't, you don't need to. Well,
1: Unless we... maybe,
0: maybe if you're giving Hardwick a rest.
1: All right, let's look at the Collingwood side. Who are we, who are we threatened by there? Mason Cox, who's going to take him? He's massive. Well, they've
2: got Ben Reed at centre-half forward, So they've got two talls in, in Ben Reed and Mason Cox. And then uh, Smalls, Stevenson, the rookie... Josh Thomas, Will
1: Osckenelia. Oh yeah, Stevenson pick six. They're putting a lot of pressure on him, aren't they? Naming him round one. Well, they've well, got the... a
0: couple of debutants actually. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the, the side looks quite weak. I mean, they, the,
2: their strengths obviously their midfield, but their defence and forwards look quite bare.
0: Yeah. And let's be real for a moment. This is a Collingwood side without. Um, <laughs> and I, we we do have a laugh at his at his expense, but Wells. I mean, they, hey, they would put him on the park if they could. Not so Wells. Not so Wells, as the case may be, yep.
2: Yeah. Um, Chris Main an emergency? Yep. Don't do that. That's just petty. <laughs> <laughs> if you do that, they mention Vickery. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they got Varka on the interchange. Yeah. He's
1: another, Who else is that? He's there? another I hand-me-down. I
0: think for solos out as well. Uh, Degoe obviously, not, not around. Um, who else I think that Elliot Elliot yeah I mean it starts mounting up to the he was very unlucky though to twing that hammy
1: <laughs>
0: yeah sure okay <laughs>
1: Ash Brown didn't didn't believe that for a minute did he
0: <laughs> well I think he was one in a chorus of non-believers to be fair so um all I'm saying is when you start looking at those names
1: so we should be uber confident
0: well yeah I'd be a bit disappointed. If we got done in this game. So in you know. the
1: multi, did you take us by more than 40, did you?
0: Oh, <laughs> you put me on blast here. <laughs> Listeners, the uh, Mason's multi-bet is back
1: for Season Mason's 28. Multibet.
0: Well, what would you call it? There's I some nice know. alliteration there. Uh, it's good. Gamble responsibly, kids.
1: Now, now, of course, you roll it in if you do win. <laughs> no, I'm not doing <laughs> the next it. next week, right? So any,
0: anyone who uh, is not familiar with this uh, particular segment, Mason's multi is uh, basically I'm putting... A dollar, a solitary dollar on being able to tip all nine games correctly every round. And no, it does not roll in. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Because if I am miraculously correct this round, do you, do you actually want my tips? Just the odds. Uh, ju- just the odds. Give well, us an
1: idea of your tips. Okay, well, <laughs> I
0: look, I've tipped Hawthorne within 39 points. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I was just being slightly conservative with my dollar. And um, tonight tonight i I had Richmond over 40 points looking good well last time we checked it wasn't really which I guess is why you're being so utterly facetious about it <laughs> um no my potential winnings for this round are um, over a grand so wow. I mean look you know look it's only a dollar' only that's the point kids gamble responsibly I've taken that to heart. I'm gambling very responsibly.
1: What do they say before when you sit down at the ground and they're telling you all to be nice to one another and play the game, not the odds? That's it. That's it. And then they put. Last year they had Langford up having a shot for goal. <laughs> 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 this is the greatest trolling you've ever seen. Anyway, he's out for a while. Yeah, Langford uh,
0: sits on the pine with Birch for a while too. He broke broke his hand, I think.
1: Yeah. So uh, is he straight back in when he's
0: available? I wouldn't have thought so, but. It's it's it wouldn't be bad to have him healthy.
1: What do you reckon, ADO? I know there's not a lot of love for, <laughs> for oh. him on, on the, the part, no, no. but I, uh, I like I like Langers.
2: Uh, I'm there's <laughs> at least fifty percent love. <laughs> well, I appreciate his intensity and the pressure he applies. Right, and he, he can win the contested ball, which we do lack. A few players who can do that. I can hear a butt coming. But his disposal <laughs> is terrible. Makes sense playing him as a pressure forward until he's having a shot on goal. Mm. Whereas when he's playing as more of a midfielder, he can play more of as a, a run with role or more getting in and under to get the ball out to the pressure. Well we've got how for that
1: now, don't we? So? We've got how for the run with You do. So that's yeah. why
2: that's why his role changed and he moved forward as a pressure four. So then when he does come back to fitness, is there a role for him to play? So what you're with-
1: saying is we've swapped Langers for Cyril. Yes. I think that's a fair swap. <laughs> do
0: you? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ada, we'll um, slip you the 20 bucks later for saying exactly what I think about Langford. (laughs) So, I mean, we should have him on
2: more often, Tiz. Uh, How long have I been saying that for?
0: (laughs) I feel very vindicated by this revelation that someone agrees with me perfectly. Well, last
1: year we were going through every week saying what his DE was, his disposal efficiency was, for the week before, and clapping every time it went up above 50. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look, he has many strengths to his game. That is not
0: one of them. But, uh, look... uh, (laughs) Yeah, it would be nice to have him available. It's as simple as that. Well, you'd have every player available if you could, but he's got some experience behind him, and he would be up for consideration, for sure. If we, if we got struck down with injury, if anyone did, then, yeah, you could slot him in.
1: Now, what about Ruffy? He can feel his feet this year. That's got to be
0: a boon. I happen to... Look, there have been a lot of Ruffy detractors, as far as I can tell, on Twitter. How ridiculous. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> I think he's doing quite well. We can unfollow them, Nick. <laughs> well, are we big time now, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think this is? Just go unfollow whoever we want now? We're not blocking him. We're not Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to like Ruffy's form this year. I think in the contested uh, contested marking, he looks like a beast. You put him one out with someone, he's going to win.
1: Yeah, he, does, he looks a bit more confident this year. With his body, I mean, not just mm. his... Yeah. In the team, yeah. I think another player of note is um, someone who's not
2: really taken a backward step at all, and thank God, is uh, Tom Mitchell. Indeed. So, how many possessions do you think he's going to get this week? I mean, you, you have Buckley. Wasn't he's, it 50 last year? It was so 50 last year, and he made a big point about saying... That he didn't have any impact on the yeah, result in the game. Correct. Not bothered. It means he, he cannot... Go back on his word and tag him. Are you sure? It is Bucks. Well, yeah, that, I, that's, that's conceding defeat in his we, own argument. I'm sorry. This is, this is the man is, that is said... Is anyone
0: in the AFL held accountable ever for anything they do? I don't think so. This
2: is the man who
1: said, if we don't make finals...
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we don't make finals, I guess I shouldn't be coaching I,
1: this club. Whoops. I think you can expect Scott Pendlebury to be engaged in a run with role. What do you reckon?
2: <laughs> don't we want Buckley to stay as coach? I mean, would we lose all his fun if yeah. they'd sacked yeah, him in last year? Mate, so we but- had the perfect scenario of them being so bad last year, but improved just enough yeah. for him to keep his job. Yeah, always. <laughs> the ideal
0: scenario is you want Collingwood to be sort of thereabouts. Yeah. Not too
2: good.
1: Didn't it feel like that at halftime in that match? Where all, the, <laughs> all the Collingwood fans were a little bit sobby. You yep. know, a little yep. few wet eyes and everyone then, was leaving. And, it is the perfect. And then Clarko went, oh, God, they might actually get good. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, now we're going to play Possum. It, it sums <laughs> that game up perfectly. <laughs> that was unbelievable. I couldn't believe that result. But if, if that's the hallmark of a young side, then we can expect more of that, can't we? Because yeah. although our age profile isn't very young, we've got a lot of our core mm. talent. Mm. very very young and inexperienced so that might happen a few times this year we'll be in winning positions and particularly in the drop midfield it. i think i mm. think
2: we we need some more support for oh,
1: jager Mitchell. how how had on we are we on jager well, i guess we'll find out we haven't had a chance to find out yet i want to see cousins come in to be honest Warples hanging in the wings i wouldn't have played him this week obviously for all those on twitter who are <laughs> castigating haydo <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But uh, I'd like to see him play later in the year.
0: Uh, we actually heard from uh, one of our listeners, Rowan, on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod, who asked just this question, just how shallow is our midfield? And I think he's got a point. Lovell's um, hanging around. Well, that's that's it. We've got to invest some time. I think we've got some players there who could stand up, but we just don't know that
1: yet. Lovell's meant to be Mitchell 2.0. Oh, that is Sammy.
0: Yeah, well, I sure hope so. With the shimmy and the
1: shake. And
0: yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> got rid of the number 36, so that's something.
1: yeah. Is twenty? We're in twenty-one now. Sicily's old number. Mm. It's um, it's an interesting question, and I think a lot of experts are questioning whether we do have the midfield depth to do anything remarkable this year.
2: That is the biggest question mark. We we have the forward line, we have the defence. It's just the depth in that midfield, and the moment we're probably too dependent on Mitchell. Mm. That's where Amir is almost our most important player this year. Yeah, and because after him, it's a lot of untried or untried rookies or your likes of cousins
1: so what you're saying is the dependency on Mitchell just like with Buddy is is hampering our side
2: well as I've I was mentioning to you off air is that Mitchell if Mitchell has as good a year as he does did last year yeah have Hawthorne progressed if right. we if we maintain our sole dependency on him and no one else has come up through have we progressed yeah, it's a fair point I don't think I'd like to get to the end of this year and have
1: that be the case of course, you want him to perform well, but um, I think... So what you're saying is I should cash out my bet for the brown low <laughs> on Tom. A lot of gambling this episode. Yeah, we we'll get to the sponsor later. <laughs> well, the point is,
2: he, 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 what, he had record possessions last year. Yeah. So if he's getting record possessions again this year, then we're likely to have been overly dependent on him again.
0: Yeah, I I think this year could be... It probably needs to be, as you're hinting at, the, the the time to invest in some younger players, and that might mean frustration for some supporters as we try some stuff and inevitably maybe drop some games. But um, if it shores up the future, then that's, that's only a good thing.
1: Are we in a position to start winning games by a lot? Because if we can Ooh. switch off with a quarter to go, that would be great for a young side. If we can get in a position to switch off with a quarter to go just you know, a holding pattern, mm. still win the match, then we can do something this year. We can't keep going into games and just winning it like we did with Adelaide and yeah, some really well, that, that, fine efforts against Sydney.
0: Yeah, that was the um, 2016 season. That's how you knew it was that era was coming to an end because we're only just getting the job done. If not for a bit of luck, then maybe we wouldn't have even made the finals at all. Well, sorry, it made the top four at least to have the double chance. But
1: um, I get the feeling the boys are really confident. Mm-hmm. We've got a really hard six weeks, first six weeks, Mm. right? We're playing some of the most fancy sides. So if we get through this first couple of months, we'll be looking good. And Geelong, they've got a bit of an injury list at the moment. We're meeting them at a good time. Yeah, it'd be handy if um, Danger could sit out just that extra week. Yeah, we certainly don't want him injured hanging around the forward line again. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was unbelievable. Although we did have Hodge on him and he's gone, so... (laughs) <laughs> That's
0: true, yeah. That was an odd matchup. <laughs> I remember we're thinking, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> uh hey, let's get to some um well, first of all, let's get your tips. I mean, I reckon Hawthorne.
1: I think we all do, don't we? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. You're not gonna right. tip Collingwood on this podcast. <laughs> oh no, all I'm saying is you can have your doubts, but um I'm pretty firmly in the camp If we of...
1: if we hold our own in the midfield we should win. Correct. I think Buckley knows that. And he's going to try and break us early in the midfield. But Mm. uh, yeah, if we break even there, we're fine.
0: Yep, I back us in. Uh, Let's get some uh, news around the club. We've got 70,000 members reached as we head into round one.
1: Yeah, well, we all got told what the aims were for the club. 100K, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, that's right. 100,000 members by 2022. Wow. So, it's pretty
1: ambitious. Sign your pets, people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, um... That's part of the dare to be different five years strategic plan,
1: tis. Oh yeah, mm. the dare to be different committee. Yeah, the dare to be different committee. Where is the application form for that?
0: <laughs> Did you not get it? No. Oh, okay. Sorry, I need I'll to, to fill that on the club. Yeah. That and the competition committee. Yeah, seventy thousand members is not bad. What's our records? Like seventy five or something like that. I thought that. we hit seventy eight. Did we hit seventy eight? Okay. Well, you might be right. We've got some ways to go, but that might come as the season goes on. I mean, it's nothing like a bit of success to draw people in start winning games (laughs) never know what could happen now uh also hawthorne's dingley base is going to be known as the kennedy community center in honor of club legend john kennedy senior
1: excellent choice they're moving the statue down too aren't they are they yeah pretty sure uh
0: the next nbl team tiz an ado is set to be housed and owned by hawthorne
1: don't they already have a hawks was well, it Illawarra Hawks Yeah, so I, yeah it was you know, I was going to say
0: Illawarra Hawks. Well, I don't think Atlanta Hawks. So that's the NBA. Um, links between basketball and football grow according to SEN newsman Sam Edmonds. So we've got that. Also, we've got uh, got a netball team as well. The Monash Storm Netball Club is going to be rebranded as the Hawks in the Bruper Victorian Netball League competition. We've also got a wheelchair football team. What I'm trying to say is a lot has happened in the last two weeks.
1: <laughs> Tips. So, what, what we're still a football club, though, we? are still we? a football club. Yeah, okay, good. The Hawthorne Sporting Club. How big is Dingley going to be? The Hawthorne Sporting Community and Social Club in Dingley.
0: Hawthorne Community, I'm trying to think of the acronym for that. I'm not going to bother. <laughs> uh, the point is, it's a huge undertaking. Well, I don't think we can have HSC. It might be gone. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> well, where has all this come from? I feel like... There have been almost zero rumblings about any of these things. We've got to get all the money together, mate.
1: We need $21 to
0: build up. But it feels like we would have heard about any of this sooner, but it's all just come, I would say, in like the last week that all of these things have been announced. It's like, oh, okay, getting a basketball team. Oh, okay. There weren't, you know, there was no hint of any of this.
1: And apparently we were buying the AFLW license off Carlton. Is that right?
0: (laughs) Well, they're not doing anything with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone wants out.
0: We actually had a question from Brad on Twitter: How long will we take Carlton's uh, till we take Carlton's place in the AFL Women's? I'd say that's imminent. They wouldn't let us do that. They should. Yeah, well, we keep it. signing
1: people to the Vf what is it? The VFLW.
0: Yeah, we got uh, Tom Mitchell's sister, was it? Yes. If she's anything like Tom Mitchell, then absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. We'll sign her up, yeah. and uh, we've also got uh, Sarah Perkins on loan from the uh, the Adelaide uh, AFLW side. Uh, she won it though last year didn't she yeah she's a premiership player yep but she's going to be joining the hawks in the uh 2018 vflw season so it's all happening
1: we're doing a lot of stuff off field
0: we are and it's uh, and it's 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 beginning to irk a few people (laughs) look it's somewhat baffling but also a little bit exciting because i mean okay let's look at the vflw that gets me excited in what's happening around there because we we know who Sarah per- who Sarah Perkins is and she's got a profile and you know she's coming from a Premiership side. Suddenly, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I know a bit more about our side than I did before, and I'm a bit more interested. And I dare say, there's a few few of our supporters like that.
1: Well, it's good of us to invest in it without hmm. you know really going to be recoup- recouping those uh, investments for a while.
0: When you implied that um, all of these changes and, and, and these. Progressions might be rubbing people up the wrong way Tiz. just um, I wonder who you were, you were maybe referring to. Um,
1: a- those lazy clubs on the tee to the AFL
0: <laughs> That's who I was referring to. Come now do you, do you want to get uh, you want to get a pasting from uh, Koshi? <laughs> look out I mean the guy who almost the certainly same- in primary school had his lunch money stolen every day <laughs> <laughs> I mean look out am I right?
1: Oh, it's good to have him you reckon, on telly. Do you reckon Jeff, for one moment, was even a little bit threatened by anything he had to say? You said something there, Jokoshi. And, and when the St. Kilda bloke said something, I mean, my God, what are they, 20 million in debt? I was going to say, St. Kilda bloke he's a, sums it up. He's Who are a we talking puppet. about again? He doesn't say what he thinks. He <laughs> says, <laughs> Gillen comes in, tells him what he thinks. He can't say anything out of turn.
0: I guess for anyone who, uh, who might have missed it, I-, I better keep everyone up to speed. Uh, tensions have flared during the a- annual AFL meeting of club presidents with several attendees hitting back at Hawthorne's Jeff Kennett after his international expansion comments. So he basically said, this overseas junk. We're not really interested. We don't want to play elsewhere. That's pointless. It that doesn't help us at all. So, no. Nah, it's a waste of time. Waste of money. Count us out. It's fair to say the AFL probably didn't like that too much. <laughs>
2: He was right, though. <laughs> he's a, really he's bloody absolutely right. right.
1: And um, I think when uh, St Kilda and a couple of others arced up, he said, all right, well, you can pay the cheque for the coffees today. And they suddenly backed down. <laughs> 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 they spent all their budget. And they got no good players. What's going on? Must have some war chested at St Kilda.
0: Yeah, and you gave me a hard time for picking Brisbane this week. A dollar says you're wrong, mate. Come on. <laughs>
1: If St Kilda can't beat Brisbane away...
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, it would be demoralising for them. But, Richardson's
1: uh, out the door before <laughs> the end of May, if that happens. He
2: could be right. Just with the St Kilda, did you see the comments from Rewalt during the week basically blaming the move out to Seaford for the that's fall right. away after the um, 2010 grand final?
1: Well, that's not true, is it, statistically? You make that many grand finals and fuck up on the day and you're never going to be back are you?
2: <laughs> it, was a, it was a psychological thing where they, that That's all their good absolute, memories were associated with this. The, is,
1: <laughs> this is what gets me about footballers. They just hang on to the most ridiculous th- tangential thing that had no impact on their training or their <laughs> performance and they blame that. Mate it's a hard <laughs> it's a hard life living on the sea isn't it? Oh, it's a, It must be terrible getting all that I mean, sun Marabin, on the beach Come on there's reasons they left Marabin. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was so worried in 2012 when we lost. You know. we It could have mm. gone either way. Fair to say it went a pretty good way. It did, but it took a <laughs> hell of a lot of effort. And I remember Jordan Lewis gut running during the middle of summer mm. and 40 degrees down the coast mm. and looking at him going, what are you doing? I mean, you're mm. going to stuff your body up if you push yourself this hard now. But he had an incredible year.
0: Well, after that, he did... Um Three laps of the MCG
1: Each victory lap So <laughs> I suppose he needed the fitness Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was that kind of Mentality about And that, that doesn't seem To have been present Down at St Kilda And just listening to that What's what's his name Thomas The old coach He's Grant still, Thomas. Thomas. He's, still be- he's still bitter And blaming everyone But himself It's just
0: Part and parcel of That club Can I just say um, Not to harp on the 3 Pete, But it's a Hawk Talk podcast So we will Um it just really, with the start of the season and all the uh, the montage like packages that are going on about Richmond every five seconds, it really <laughs> puts into perspective just how annoying Hawthorne that must, must have been. been. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have that. a newfound appreciation for how torturous that must have been. It's like, t- 2014, oh yeah, alright, let's, let's get to round one, Do let's get it how- over with. But then it gets to 2015. And everyone's like, all
1: right. <laughs> all right already. Jeez! That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, what
0: a beautiful thing it was. Hopefully we get back there someday. I mean, if we're going by Jeff's plan, we've got a few more premierships in us yet by
1: 2050. So We're lucky that the competition's very even again. Well, at the moment, yeah. There's no there's no stark you know, chasm in, in quality between a lot of the sides, is uh, there?
2: North. It brings you back to my original point at the start of the podcast with... Our coach. We still have the best coach in the AFL. Mm. And if the playing field is quite even, mm. the small thing is going to make a big difference, such as having the right coaching structure and player development. We've been very good at player development over the years. That's why all these satellite clubs like the Gold Coast, they don't have that development like we've had. St Kilda. Had.
1: I am so critical of St Kilda's development. <laughs> I can tell. Oh, we gave him Dunstan. He was meant to be anything. He's nothing.
2: Well that's my kind of my point, is is it, given those same players, quite often you see a player recruited and he's done nothing in his first four years, he's termed a failure. Mm. But whose fault is that? Is that them? the for picking player, the wrong player. Or? or? yeah, the recruiter's picking the wrong player, the player himself just been not having the right attitude, or player
1: development within the club okay. not
2: taking that talent and progressing with it.
1: So who's who's progressing and in, in getting into our lineup now for this year? Who are we we've got Brand, he's obvious. Mm. I mean Burton just stepped straight in. Yep. Sicily's taken years. O'Brien is mm. the greatest project we've ever had.
2: <laughs> but then you take a step back, we haven't had the high draft picks to just have the instant talents. Yeah. We've been creative in what we've been able to recruit. That's um, true. Developing players off the rookie list or deep in the draft. So it's it's like it's Bruce.
1: Bil- yeah, Bruce. What a fantastic game. Mm. Smith. Plucked in from nowhere. Mm. There's some genius there in Wright. Graham Wright.
2: Ryan Burden.
1: I mean, he would well, have Well, he should have been top w- three, so... what's
2: well, the point. I mean, we were the ones who were willing to take the risk knowing what we could do to to develop the talent and, and manage the risk of the injuries. And that's the other thing we've been able to do over the years is... Bur- uh, Burgoyne? Burgoyne is a primary example of... He was finished. His body was not going to be able to cope for a couple more years. And how many years has he gone on since then?
1: That is stunning, actually.
2: And that would be interesting with Amira. I mean, we We've been mocked by the rest of the competition for what we gave up for O'Meara. Yeah, but if we get his body right, we might be laughing last.
1: Now, when when we get mocked for that, we didn't give up a lot for Tom Mitchell. No, mm. I, I think that was a steal of the century, oh, incredible.
0: Really. I think we pointed this out last season. Yeah. So uh, you know, all the hype was on O'Mira and then you know, you and I doing the podcast here, so I think it, it, I don't know when it was in the, in the course of the year, but. We sort of just started going, no, I think we're doing okay. <laughs> you know, one recruit at the moment, as far as we know, might be bust, but...
1: Just breaking records. Yeah, the I, think, other one.
0: I think we've done all right elsewhere, so... Can't, Tom can't Mitchell can
1: kick much. a goal too, so yeah. we should see some improvement there for him this season with his link-up. You hope so, but we
2: do have the players on the outside who really have the skills to be scoring those goals.
1: Yeah, but name the last throw-in we got a direct goal from.
0: That's a very specific question. Well, you know,
1: you just can't think of it off. The only one I could think of was the 2013 Grand Final Seal. (laughs) (laughs) By Luke Bruce.
0: (laughs) Absolutely one of my favourite goals of all time.
1: (laughs) Just love it. It's poetry in motion.
0: Hey, speaking of that era, Luke Hodge. Yeah. He's back on our TV screens. Have you noticed this?
1: What's he doing now?
0: Well, sitting on the couch.
1: You're not going to take... You're not going to take him down a couple of notches, no, not are you? To, no,
0: no, I wouldn't. No, you can't. My Sydney swan-sporting girlfriend wants me to Right, because he's still doing light and easy. <laughs> he's still doing the light and easy ads. Right. Is
1: he lighter now?
0: Well, I can't tell. He just looks like Hodgie to me. But, you know, we've read the book and growing up, he, he you know... Bit of a fatty. Yeah, he was. So, you know, I, I look at my girlfriend who's just laughing her head off, going, he's still doing it. I'm like, yeah, well,
1: he's an ambassador. And And, you he know, drops, he a- and we learned in the book that he drops a kilo every year after 30. Yeah. And, and, so, I know, don't want to meet him at 60, to be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you might not. You won't see him. You'll be 2D. <laughs> but, um, no, it just makes sense to me that, you know, guy... Um, who grew up sort of a pudgy fella would take an interest in being an ambassador for the Light and Easy. It doesn't matter what club he's at, it's or anything. Really, it just makes perfect sense to me. But it actually inspired me to uh, to come up with my own weight loss campaign, like a slogan. You you guys want to hear it? Is it lose the podge with Hodge? That is good. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know what? Probably better than what I have. <laughs> All right. All right. Here so, okay. Here we go. If you're trying to watch your weight and you're looking sort of doughy, walking everywhere is great. Just ask Jordan to go in. (laughs) Beautiful.
1: I mean, Hodge, that's as good as it gets for mine. In terms of what? Oh, He was our barometer quarterback. Took incredible catches, an elite superstar. Oh no, I know what this is. I just (laughs) realised. You You just remember him arching his back, lowering his eyes and drilling the ball to Ruffy lace
0: out lace out had to add the exclamation point of lace out
1: (laughs) now this could only be queuing up uh, reopening the can of worms it was so good just ripping the band-aids off for all those commenters
0: (laughs) (laughs) debate raging on our twitter page at hawk talk pod what's the most annoying phrase commentators use when calling the footy asks Richie he nominates when people say kick on goal I, when, you, when you have a kick on goal. That's when you have, the you have thing a kick about this goal, sure The thing
1: about asking this question, though, mm. is it's like going and looking at cars. <laughs> if you look at a car, you then see that car for the next month. The, I'm going to hear kick on goal in every commentary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's going to get right under your skin. I mean, we've got more than that because people... We're very uh, very keen to share with us some of their pet peeves. Dwayne Russell got a lot of mentions. (laughs) (laughs) Not shocked. Dwayne Russell, and this one absolutely resonated with me. Dwayne Russell, this is according to Stephen. Thanks for, uh, for tweeting us, Stephen. Dwayne Russell constantly runs with, that's as good as it gets, and does my head in. He does. He does. He loves, that's as good as it gets. He probably loves the film as good as it gets. Who doesn't? At Hawk Talk Pod, if you don't <laughs> love, uh,
1: that's 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 the putting debate. a dog down a garbage chute. <laughs> <shirt>. Fantastic opener.
0: <laughs> that's the debate for next week. So uh, getting early on that one. How about this? This is my this is my pet peeve. Lowers the eyes. What's wrong with that? Rowan has suggested lowers the eyes, and it is terrible because when I picture what that means, I picture. <laughs> Playing a video game, say it's like a sporting game, let's say for argument's sake, it's like a wrestling game, and you're creating a customizable character, and you're lowering their eyes on their face. You're like sl- slightly adjusting the... the did
1: the, did the... this just get weird for you too, I know. Or... How is that weird? <laughs> it could be any sport, it doesn't have to be wrestling. Do you mean like you're just giving them a bigger forehead? Is that...
0: Well, on some games you can like adjust the placement of their eyes and make them really narrow or really far down their face and make them into basically a mutant creature. Wow. Uh, What about Brito? Brito hit us up with about 50 suggestions.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. He woke me up
0: with all them. (laughs) Thought it was a bloody alarm. Put your phone on silent, mate. That's a way to get rid of that. Uh, You feel they just need the next goal or two, don't you? Now, that is definitely Bruce. It is. He loves that, doesn't he? It's such an obvious... I mean, I mean it's a, a game where the winner is measured by kicking more goals than the opposition.
2: We could always afford a, a goal or two at any stage of the game. I think Bruce has a habit of always wanting great drama, even in the most drab of games. I reckon and he has
1: a live ticker of how many people are watching, and it suddenly drops, and he's <laughs> like, oh,
2: they're still in this. Channel 7 fit him with, like, a
0: shock collar. <laughs> and if it, if it drops below a certain viewership, a bit of a buzz... <laughs> That's why he has to keep it interesting. Uh, that's like,
1: why BT's always fiddling with his collar. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: like, looking at the next round, he's like, where have I got to go to next week? Bloody Darwin for the Suns Kangaroos. All right, got to make this interesting.
1: Oh, I tell you what, Huddo is, is an absolute bastard for that. He's always <laughs> complaining about going and having to watch Brisbane.
0: <laughs> Mate, I would complain about going to my couch and watching Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't blame him. We've got some more. Let's cycle through some more. Uh, if any come to mind, feel oh, free to I'd, chip in, guys. I
1: did love Ryan's the desire for fans and media to rush to label anything slightly <laughs> above average elite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Everyone's an elite footballer. They're at the elite level. He's an elite backman. Yeah. What does that even mean? Well, he's, star- he's a starting 22, I guess. What is the bar for elite? How do you quantify well, that? Well, the
1: champion data say top 10%. But- right. Top 10% of what? Of their position. So tell me what happens with a bloke who just punches the ball away consistently. Jake Lever, top 10%. Is this a dick at well? I believe as he well. is. He is? Yeah, it's a combination of factors. Is he elite?
0: <laughs> We're going to bust open the AFL prospectus. I of which you've book. both Positions. got a copy. Yeah, we both brought a copy. <laughs> both along. brought a copy of the Prospectus, <laughs> and you both brought it along tonight. Uh, he's it Melbourne, mate? <laughs> you flipped to Adelaide first. <laughs> oh,
2: brilliant! There's nothing quite like a sore is he elite? Adelaide Elite, come score. on, drum roll, please. Indeed, he is elite. And he, he is in, elite. In fact, he's their best player, according to. Uh, oh, he's oh, gone to the editor. top of the tree at Melbourne.
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> no, like have that. have to pay him so much.
2: Oh.
0: Oh, well, we've found the one example where we can bandy around the word elite quite yeah. freely. There we go. Stats don't lie. But there's got there's tons of examples where that's used. It's just not true.
1: Yeah, Johannesson. <laughs> well, there you go. I was trying to rack my brains here. I think he's Pitch still elite as well. No, he better bloody not be because sure it's just going to so kill us. So he's going back stats. to the prospectus. <laughs> we can't be doing this all night. Oh, this is good fun. Interacting. <laughs> anyone Anyone got any questions we should look up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you ready? Yeah, go, yeah, go on. The Western Bulldogs have one elite player. Ooh. It's not Bont, it's Bond because he can't
1: kick a goal. It
2: is Jason No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at this
0: game. Oh, no. Uh, well, nevertheless, I, I all still right, think Ryan, Savage.
1: Savage at St Kilda. He better not be elite. This is the
0: last one.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. He's not. <laughs> Don't, I think, not think even he's above average
0: <laughs> off the top of my head. No, come on. We need to check now. We're in it. This is the last one, though. We have to move on. What's the what, like you they got, what you have got one elite player. No. They have one not. elite player. Do they? One elite player.
1: No way. Can't it's be. It's not him. Is it Armo? He hasn't played for a month or a year. I don't think you'll ever guess it. It's Jack
2: Sinclair. What? No, I wouldn't have guessed Who that. Who is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never even heard of him. Where does he what's his position? He's a wingman. Oh, none of them play wing anymore.
2: Well,
0: nevertheless, I stand by uh, Ryan's suggestion that far too many players get called elite. Just none of the ones we
2: happen to investigate just then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um By the about...
2: way, Shane Savage is above average. I've got to mention oh, that. Right, oh great. Yeah, okay, thank you, Rado. Right oh, yeah. Thanks. That's Rubbing good. salt into that wound.
0: In. Uh by extension, Andrew suggested the word superstar. There's a thousand superstars in the AFL. Yeah. It's never just he's a player. Everyone's a star in the
1: AFL. Yeah, Papley. He's an absolute superstar.
0: <laughs> Carlo uh Carlo's pet peeve is Orazio Fantasia. Simple as that. There's just two words. He left us there.
1: Just his existence, or I BT think, I think, doing that crap yeah, with his name.
0: Yeah, I think it's exclusively to BT. I'm
1: surprised we didn't get a brust. But I'm brust. But I'm surprised. You know, not really surprised because you can't really write that on Twitter, can you?
0: I think you might not be the only one who butchers Sean Maker's name. Like, you, you've gone for Sean Markers. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, but that is such a relief. I think I'll give you a let-off, because I don't think many commentators get it right either, but I might have to investigate that. That's an ongoing investigation for the Hawk Talk podcast. We did look that up on wiki. <laughs> uh, what about uh, this one from Obsessive Compulsive? Perceived pressure.
1: Now, I didn't get this.
0: Yeah? Okay, well, he makes the point, as opposed to pressure that isn't perceived... It's all just pressure, surely.
1: No, but that's perceived pressure is when a guy perceives there's pressure on him, but no one's near him. Okay, but
0: in the heat of the game, you're always under some pressure, aren't you? No, I think you are. Not when
1: you're having a shot for goal and taking a mark fifteen out.
0: As long as you could feasibly miss it, then I think you are under pressure. No, is this splitting hairs now? This is well,
1: like this is the Siragalli effect when uh, Hutchings is running out <laughs> out of the fifty. And uh, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, shit, Cyril's there. And he absolutely... Mauls him. Yeah. But well, if he'd kept his mind about him... Go go ahead, Ada. Well, go back to... Oh, no, we're getting a definition. I'm, I'm because... going gonna, gonna to burn this book.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's two types of pressure acts, according to Champion Data. Okay. The first is physical. And a- mental. Applying no. direct physical contact to a player in the act of disposing the ball or affecting a tackle that prevents an effective disposal from the ball carrier. There's also implied pressure act. Oh, implied. Which is reducing an opponent's decision-making time without physical contact, via via corralling, closing space, or chasing from behind.
1: So we're talking about chasing from behind, Mm. but it's the phantom doing it.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, there you go, obsessive-compulsive. That, does that help you out at all? I mean, that, <laughs> of course it doesn't. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. I think that brings a bit of legitimacy to it. But I, I sort of get where they're coming from with that one. Most of the time, the perceived pressure is actually there. I'll give him that.
0: Yeah. Do we have any more off the top of our heads, or do we need, can we move on? Do we have any more? It's one of those things where it's the start of the footy season, how about, and it's hard to know at this how point. How about
1: he should kick this one? They should kick everyone. They're bloody professionals.
0: <laughs> well, that was, that was especially true of the AFLX, as we discussed. It's like, oh, it's a long bomb. It's like, no, it's 40 metres out. <laughs> the, you do realise the pitch is smaller, yes? Okay, good.
2: Just as a, a quick update, now oh, we got an update on the game currently happening. Is this thousand dollars looking bad? <laughs> well, it's eighteen minutes into the last quarter, mm. and Richmond are now twenty-five points up. Oh, it's so close! Carlton just kicked a goal. Yeah, oh. there we go. Who was it? Matthew Wright. I know it's right, but it feels
0: so wrong. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs> hey, if
1: you like that, I got plenty more in my rant. Hey, here we go. You yeah, did bring it back. back.
0: Yeah, of course I brought
1: well. Channeled all that aggression from last week. <laughs>
0: In the season opener, it is a beautiful privilege that has been bestowed upon the Hawthorne Football Club to be the team that gently taps the very first domino, the team that delivers a fatal blow beginning an entire season of crushing defeats. 23 long rounds of a once-proud club on its knees, a powerhouse bleeding out, wondering for the seventh consecutive year if Bucks was the answer. And as time ticks on, little by little, fans around Australia will relish the collapse of Collingwood and cast their minds back to round one to wonder which team was the ultimate architect of this catastrophe? To whom do we owe this glorious capitulation? And they'll play the tape, time-stamped, Saturday, March twenty-four, 7.25pm at the MCG. A reminder to the competition that the revival is on. The brown and gold are
1: back. I couldn't, um... Imagine anything better than Bucks being sacked post game? We playing twice this year? I don't think we did get the get that win. You know, cuz that's a win in the fixture for me playing them twice.
0: Well, I guess since we're talking about it, um as it is, the eve of round 1, uh, the Hawthorn's first clash, the season opener. What do we think is uh, is really going to happen this year for our team? Where where are we going to finish? I know we sort of hashed it out over at the pub, but um I'll go first. I'll say what my hopes are. Trying to be realistic as well. Why? <laughs> because I, I you know, I like to live realistically and not have my uh my expectations not met and have my optimism dashed. Like I like to live in the real world. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. JLT too.
0: Now uh, I believe um we're gonna sneak into the eight. I think we'll play finals. It's just a matter of where we end up and I'm gonna cautiously say eighth. I think Ooh, we'll just, just make it and I don't think we'll impact the finals much, but that's okay. And who would you like to be ninth? Uh,
2: Richmond, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it has to be. Go I on, know Ado. it's an old joke, but whatever. Yeah, go on, Ado. I think I prefer Melbourne to finish ninth. Just oh. the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the up and about this uh, preseason, you would think they're already
1: secured top four. Yeah, they've got the AFL-X trophy. They're exactly. laughing. Yeah. And Port Adelaide would be securely in the eight. <laughs> 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 uh, that would be great. Well, When just... do they
2: play each other? That will be, be a good prophecy if that was like a late in the season. If
1: they're still playing Port Adelaide in Darwin, that is the greatest travesty to ever beset <laughs> football.
0: I mean, Ado brings up prophecies. It's like spinning plates now. How many prophecies have we got on the go at once? <laughs> oh, we're going to we're gonna have to start some sort of uh, prophecy-based Twitter account to keep track of uh-huh. everything. standalone account for that one. Uh, now, tears. that
2: leaves you. Well, I, I didn't give him a tip. Oh, I, I, you didn't give me a tip. Go well, on I, I'm more optimistic. I think squeezing in the eight is not probably where we're going to go. I think we are going to start the season strong and push on from there. Potentially top six, top four. If things fall into place early, mm.
1: otherwise, I think Is this it might- the tinfoil hat theory.
2: <laughs> Go on, <laughs>
1: the tinfoil hat theory where, uh, well, if we can win a premiership, Clarko goes, you know, gangbusters. Or if we can't, really, he wants to sort of bottom out. Well,
2: not. I don't think he would ever properly bottom out. I think he's. We still have a mentality of well, I mean, winning. But you just yeah.
1: push the uh, youngsters in, get the experience up, see what they can do. Well, that's put right. that's Under pressure.
2: Well, like, like last year, we we. Were we were like spinning the magnets, you know, weren't we? So that, that's that expression which you, they use a lot in the, in the commentary. It annoys me, but I've just used it. But yeah, uh, yeah, there <laughs> we go. I was wondering if another one would come up. Yeah, keep piling on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, we expose people in new positions. But we don't need to do that this year, but we still have a lot of young players we want to see more of. Mm. Um, and it might be a case of. As you said, we have a tough first six games of the season.
1: Not one poor player on our list, rating poor.
0: This is according to the book
2: that
1: I want this to. This is according to the book. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not I one. Mean, I mean,
2: as I said, I think we've we've particularly in defence there's a lot of younger players who are who have been stepping up recently. As an aside, James Foley, mm I was interested that we re-signed him before the season started. Mm. Yeah, we got him a discount. <laughs> Is that right? Is that why we did it? Oh, no, I don't I thought it was interesting. Is is a an is injury the... prone player? Twenty nine, thirty. Yep. What is he? And He's so, about to hit thirty. Yep. I mean, sure. If we have a great season, then it makes sense to to re-sign him for a few more years. It just seems a strange decision before round one to secure that. Anyway, aside from that, um, Well, he must have been getting offers from somewhere.
0: This is the longest ladder prediction I think I've
2: ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my point is, is that like, if we have a tough first six rounds, then we might see the youngsters earlier than we might otherwise would. Right. Yeah. So I, I see us finishing a top four, top six, or...
1: Bottom four. B- b- maybe not bottom four. <laughs> I wouldn't have finished on four, but
2: maybe a, a, in that
1: twelfth. Have you just named the entire freaking ladder?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm covering my base as well here, too. <laughs> Essentially what you mean is it's constantly up for negotiation.
2: Well, I, I just think... We, I can't see us just squeezing into the eight. We're either going to be... Well, okay. into the, well into the eight, or yep. we're going to have a similar season last year.
1: Now I think it's a pass, Mark Hawthorne, get a home final, finishing either sixth or fifth.
0: Oh, bang goes tears. That's pretty optimistic. And if
1: we're at home, you know,
0: anything can happen. Well, that's what the AFL want us to believe. I think we've come full circle with that. <laughs> now, I'm just going to lean over and check what the score is. No, nah, it's not happening, is it?
2: It's 19 points still.
0: Yeah, but time's ticking away. Well, <laughs> there goes me dollar. That's it. That's Mason's multi. I won't encourage you to get on that next week. (laughs) You can just edit that out now. (laughs) 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 Uh, Never happened. uh, Just like hours we've been sitting here never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I reckon that'll be it, guys. I'm excited for the season, I tell you what. It should be a good season. And uh, it all kicks off with Collingwood at the MCG MCG this Saturday night, and we reckon we're going to bring home the four points. Hopefully we can come back here next week and... Listen, if, you,
1: if we can't beat a Collingwood without five of their st- uh, mm. set starters, mm. um, it means we're going to be about their level for the entire year and probably below them because they have such a good draw. Mm. It, so, it, it uh, would be worrying if we couldn't get over the top.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, now, if you haven't jumped on Twitter and followed us there, please do. At Hawk Talk Pod is where you want to go. Some smashing, cracking debates happening at the moment. I mean... Yeah, with the uh, the commentary stuff. Maybe you've got a can of worms to open, won't you? Head right along to twitter.com slash pod, Open them up right there and we'll get talking about it. And uh, you can subscribe on iTunes as well. Just find us there, Hawk Talk Podcast on iTunes. You find us on SoundCloud, all the podcast apps. And on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash pod, And that'll do us for this week, I reckon. Any uh, any parting thoughts?
1: Yeah, what are we going to do when Jarman Impy gets the ball? Because do we call him Jars? Do we call him Imps? feels like we should have worked this out. This is what pre-season's for, mate. Do you have a song? You got a song yet?
0: You and your boys? I don't think... Maybe. Got to work that out. We don't have a song for Tom Mitchell either, as far as I know. Nothing rhymes with Mitchell. Yeah, we had this problem for years (laughs) with Sam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hawthorne. That's it. Just fade out. Hawthorne to defeat Collingwood (laughs) this Saturday MCG. You heard it here, folks. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.